Welcome to the Boss Effect Podcast, podcast that helps you comfortably rock in life and business. The show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss, your one-stop shop for tips, tools, and resources, your sweet spot for digital online business startup. When you are looking for your next step in life and business, we've got you covered. Where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Welcome once again to The Boss Effect. And we got a special guest today. And this guest hails all the way from Michigan. And he's actually traveled all around the world. This guest goes by the name of Kiyoshi. He is a world premier entrepreneur. Entertainer. Mm, did you mess that up? I, I did. Say? Go ahead and do it again. Entrepreneur, entertainer, transformational rap coach, inspirational vocalist, musician, and a dope songwriter. I would have to add that myself. He's a very dope songwriter. And he's also a rap coach. And he's helped a lot of people all around the world find their voice. And we want to welcome him to the Boss Effect. So give it up for Kiyoshi. What's going on, Kiyoshi? Welcome to the Boss Effect. What's going on, party people in the place to be? It's your man, Kiyoshi. Glad to be a part of the Boss Effect because I'm Kiyoshi and I'm a boss. I know that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Before Sean Seven goes into anything and y'all start having these conversations and forget that this woman over here on the mic with y'all or whatever, you know. <laughs> What do you call yourself? What is that? Entrepreneur, newer? I've been saying entrepreneur, edutainer. So it's just edutainer with entre in front of it. Entrepreneur, edutainer. It's like edutainer, but you know, you know how edutainer is like educator, entertainer. You just throw the entre because it's like, oh, entrepreneur, edutainer, and then it makes it to a different level. Kiyosi, what what got you into to, to music, man? Like, what was the first thing that you that you heard or or that you saw that you was just like, man, this is something I, I want to do. Probably goes back to me being inside the womb. My father's a music teacher has been that for many years. My mom and him would play, and then uh, eventually I uh, was put on guitar. My, my father had us all play instruments, so I was making up little jingles and chants and songs when I was a little kid. You know, just having fun with it, and I just felt like, "Ooh, this is pretty cool." But I don't know about you know really doing this until high school. That's when I started writing poetry and raps. You know, watching UMCV raps, BT, Rap City, The Basement, and all that. Uh, actually, late '80s and the '90s, and then you know more like the mid to late '90s. I really got more into it and started rapping and doing poetry simultaneously, alongside playing the bass guitar a little bit. Poetry Slam in in 11th grade didn't make the team. So I was trying out, but then 12th grade, I, I made the team and we went to nationals, opened up so many doors and just blew my mind away by seeing so many like kids spitting amazing poetry and rapping from all over the country. And so then I got more involved in the poetry slam scene and poetry society at Eastern Michigan in college and then doing open mics and really uh, developing my reputation there and also my artistry. And then I started creating music projects. I did my first mixtape joint in 2004. And then from there, I graduated in 2005 from Eastern Michigan University and started creating more uh, albums and EPs, mixtapes, things of that sort. I was throwing my own shows as well. A couple shows I would throw in Ann Arbor, which is like a city right outside Detroit. 
eventually moved to California in 2011, things just took off even more from there. More touring, performing, and, you know, working jobs that I didn't want to work, but then realizing, like, all right, music is an anchor in the navigational compass. And then I stepped more into the coaching realm in the past three years, two and a half, two and a half years. It's very rewarding to do that, to really offer my gift services, teachings, and knowledge of techniques that I've developed over the 20 plus years of performing and doing music. So now it's uh, me being an entrepreneur, entertainer, entertaining, educating, and also being the boss of myself, <laughs> my life destiny, and of course, as a music artist and teacher. Thank you for sharing that. Like, I can hear the passion is who yeah. you are. Like, this is not made up for you. This is not a mask. I, you probably even remember that first jingle you wrote when you were a kid, huh? Um, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just playing around with different things in my head. I don't, I don't remember exact specifics, but. <laughs> when did you decide that I am going to take my passion and now I'm going to monetize it by becoming a coach? Some point in 2018. I know for a while it was a battle because I went through this whole, I don't know if people want, like, who wants to rap coach? And my, my, my singing partner, Krista Richards, she's been vocal coaching at that point for like 11, 12 plus years. Now it's been like, well, 14. She's like, you can take my model and structure your format, you know, format after what I do and just, you know, tweak it. And I'm like, okay, people want to learn how to sing. Who wants to learn how to rap? And I got stuck in this whole scarcity mindset. And then eventually more people told me that I needed to step into that room and eventually got into it. You know, I was rap coaching a couple friends. You know, it was okay. I was just like trying to think of what my process was and gave them little exercises. And then eventually I was like, all right, this needs to be tweaked. And I went work, did some sessions with Krista. And I used her as a guinea pig. I was like, all right, I'm going to show you what I do. And you show me what you do. She's like, yeah, this is what I do. And she's like, here, just you can create this template like this. And I was like, wait a minute. All right. And so she had four pillars. And then I, so I eventually tweaked it to five pillars. And then I started, you know, exploring that and then realizing like, fuck, this is powerful stuff. Like I actually, you know, I incorporate holistic principles and mindfulness. And these are things that I do as a yogi, conscious living with the hip hop. And as, you know, so it's like all me. So seeing more of the value in that, the more I did it, the more I started coaching people and seeing how they were getting healed and transformed. And all these things have healed myself. And then it all ties into hip hop and rap because rapping is a metaphor in so many ways for real life. Music is as well. And I'm like, whoa, these are powerful tools for self-development. It's basically me coaching people to be able to have access to those tools and for them to really transform their lives and expand their expression and be more empowered to move through those fears and blocks because I've done it and I'm still doing that. And I'm like, it's been so medicinal for me. So I'm like, here you guys go. And then I'm like, oh, this, I can monetize this. This is a business platform. Oh yeah, hell yeah. So believing that more and more, like, yeah, you know, I'm like, all right, so I'm a performer, of course. And then I'm a coach. I'm like, Yes, this makes sense. So anyway, that's a little background as far as how I got started. So yeah. So once you started and everything started jumping off for you, how did your family and your friends receive this new transition in your life? They were very supportive and thought it was super dope. And I was telling them what I could potentially make and what I was making, just my vision. They're like, oh yeah, totally, they do that. I know rapping and music and poetry, this worked more than anything else. I've worked other jobs. I got a college degree. I'm actually putting to use what I've worked towards and what I know for so long in the best way to help others. That's what it's about. Being a support to others and giving some that, you know, service. How were you able to overcome the scarcity mindset? Surrounding myself with entrepreneurs like yourselves, Sean, 
Justin, other friends uh, in California who really, you know, see my value and what I offer. And then they, they have more of that business mindset. I was more of a creative artist. That's important, but also you have to, you know, own your value and have some business strategies and have that type of mindset. So I had to incorporate that and implement you know, a whole new upgraded way of living and thinking. So it was more about that developing, nurturing that into my own life. Like I had to integrate that. I had to really make changes. So it was really more about believing in myself and seeing the value truly for what it is and what I offer people and for myself, knowing that anything's possible. And then also having permission slips by other people, seeing them as examples, like, oh, they're doing those things. You can just create a business out of anything. Like, this is all the demand. <laughs> There's people that want that. If they want it, then you can make sales from it. Like demand, profit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And what I have is like, oh, people want to be more expressed. They want to find their voice and create songs and, you know, uh, be more healed. So it's like, oh, these things that I do transform your life in all areas. Yeah. And then I'm transforming my life. And so now the more I do that, the more I'm able to be like, hey, see, I know how you can really, how this bleeds over into like finance, relationships, blah, blah, blah. You know, and being a boss and owning up to that. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm a boss. I know who I am. You know what? I love that because that is exactly what a boss is all about. Being that bold, outspoken, soulful storyteller. And a lot of people think when you say bold, it means being the loudest person in the room. And it doesn't. It actually means being bold enough to believe in yourself and believe in what you're going to do and outspoken enough to advocate for what it is that you're doing to say, guess what? This does work. I know it works. I'm surrounded by people who are doing it. I see the proof of it. They're showing me and I'm making change in people's lives. And I love the fact that you said something. You said you saw the healing process through your stories of working with people and that story, that connection. How did you feel the very first time you witnessed someone have a transformational breakthrough in their lives due to your help? I've seen that in my music, so it's kind of hard to say because I've seen it over the years. So I know that from a music standpoint, just my songs, people would contact me, email me, hey, I was feeling depressed and feel like suicidal. Then I listened to I Am The Light and brightened my day. I was going through these dark times with the breakup and then I played your affirmation or Medicine Garden CD. And like, oh my God, it helped really shift the vibrational state that I was going through and I was feeling. So we have that there. Then also um, to answer your question from a coaching standpoint, one of my first clients, she was going through some self-confidence issues and finding her voice from her, you know, writing to me the next day or later that day or the next day. It was just like, oh, my God, this is like, I feel so much more transformed just in that one session. And I'm realizing how I need to speak up for myself more, blah, blah, blah. And then she wrote me again and then commented on, on one of my posts and just like, wow, this is great, great, great feedback just to see how it is really moving energy and transforming and really helping her in such a dynamic way so and then i started seeing that more with my other clients and like yeah it's a good feeling you know like all right i'm helping people out that's dope rather than me just performing on stage which is like they can still get the healing and they still do but like working one-on-one -on -one and having that support where it's like all right try this out okay this is what i suggest and working them through the whole process with more coaching that, that's it's, it's, it's awesome in a different way well, check this out, man. I want to do something, kind of veer off to the left real quick. I want to give you your flowers while you're here, because a lot of MCs, man, a lot of rappers nowadays, they don't do that for their peers, for their fellow peers. You know, it's all right, it's, right. it's more of a competition when it comes to hip hop. Yeah. So right, I, right. I, I want to give you your flowers because you did something for me that you don't know that you did. I was never part of your transformation coaching that you got 
I never joined any of that, but I watch your live on Instagram and I watch your stories on Instagram. And when we left LA, believe it or not, when I went to LA, I was one of those people that did not believe that rapping and coaching went together. I was mm. fighting this for years. My wife kept, man, you should try it. You should do it. You should do it. I'm like, man, that's that's corny. I'm a I'm a MC. I'm a rapper. I can't do that. That's corny. That's gonna make yeah, my right, image. Right. That's gonna make my image look bad. Go to mm -hmm. LA, meet Sean. Sean is a hip hop coach. Meet you. You're a hip hop coach. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm surrounded by hip hop coaches. And then uh, Jeff. Jeff. I'm like, hold up. All these guys are hip hop coaches, and they actually are dope MCs, and they actually are cool people, and they're not worried about their image being tarnished. They're doing what they love. So I want to give yeah. you your flowers because when I came back, they sparked that light in me. What you see right now today, part of the reason that I'm doing is because I watched you and said, man, this brother can do it. And he's a dope artist. I know I can do it. I can't do it like him, but I can do it. <laughs> Sean 7G the Lion. They're like, right, exactly. Absolutely, brother. Much love and sir. kudos to you. And thank you, man. Yes, sir. We yes, have sir. been big fans ever since. Like, we yeah. have been big fans. Yeah. We literally lay in our bed and watch the adventures of Kiyoshi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and one yeah. night we were watching, and you were in Tulum. We don't watch so much. I don't know. I think you were the one <laughs> in Tulum. <laughs> and you were on the stage, and you just got on the stage, yeah. and you were performing. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. said, uh -huh. he went down there to perform. I said, baby, no, I think Kiyoshi just got on the stage and performed. Yeah. And he was like, no, he went there. And I was like, babe. I think Kiyoshi's energy is if there's an opportunity to perform, he's yeah. just going to perform. So what happened in Tulum? It was more of a, I saw a lot of friends jumping the Tulum bandwagon, like, I'm going there. I'm like, damn, what's this all about? Then I talked to my buddy, and he told me about this festival there. And I was like, dang, he's like, this is like the best thing, and the most beautiful women, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I might want to check that out. I was looking into it, I'm like, all right, I got to go. And I was like, all right, I'll go for nine days. So that festival, not at the flame a little bit. And then my buddy was really like, yo, she, I'm telling you, this is the place. You got to come because he lives there. I was like, all right, bet. I'm just going to go nine days. And then I just stayed longer and longer. I kept extending my trip <laughs> three or four times. So I ended up there almost two months. It's time of my life. Best trip of my life. My dreams come true. I mean, you see you see my background, bro. I was just talking about this. I did a, um, a healing hypnotherapy session right before this, actually. And uh, I was telling her, like, yo, that's crazy because we're doing hypnotherapy. Like, you know, the subconscious mind. Like, you know what? I actually had this as my background wallpaper, you know, for all my calls in 2020 last year. I was like, and I didn't even know I was going to go to Tulum. And then I realized like, yo, that looks exactly like yeah. what you would find yeah. in Tulum. And so it was kind of like, you know, like a vision board, like it was mm -hmm. like to my subconscious. So I actually made it, put it into motion and manifested this reality. <laughs> okay. So what I'm hearing you say is I need a Costa Rica background. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Back here. <laughs> right. It might work. It was more vacation. I wasn't booked to perform. I was trying to. I was trying to. Mm -hmm. I was hitting the people up like, yo, can I perform? Can you hook me up with a ticket? Or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm going to go there, explore it, see what's up. I got really cool with a lot of people and became really cool with a lot of musicians. Homies. So now I got like some really, really dope musician friends. If I move there and y'all you, you, come, you know, I can show y'all around. <laughs> Most <laughs> and, definitely, man. And have you on the mic and stuff, man. <laughs> he was thinking on a single tip and had to catch himself. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> no, music tip, music tip. But yeah, y'all can both come. We'll, we'll, we'll all go hang out. I was going to say, we can both play. <laughs> we can all come, yeah. Both y'all can come now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's amazing. I would love it. Let me ask you this. Who do you think should or should not jump into this coaching lane do you think anybody that's doing music, whether they're singing or playing instrument or whatever, you think they should take a shot at it if that's something they want to pursue? 
And yeah, if there's something they want to pursue, I think it's a powerful thing. I mean, there's a million doctors, a million teachers. Hey, let there be more rap coaches. I believe in the power. So abundance mindset, there's room for everybody. Everybody get it. Everybody get healed, get inspired. So yeah. Kiyoshi, what would be different working with you as a rap coach than working with any other rap coach? I mean, like what makes you different? What do you offer? My unique niche as a rap coach, I incorporate a lot of mindfulness and holistic principles. As opposed to a lot of rap coaches I've seen on, on YouTube. So it becomes more embodied with, you know, some little breath work, guided visualizations, visualization techniques, you know, mantras, affirmations, incorporating with rapping. So you're like rapping affirmations. So you're working on the subconscious mind. And then you're also learning techniques like bars, double syllabic rhyme patterns. So you learn a lot of underground raw MC techniques, you know, mm -hmm. strategies. And you're also learning more life coaching. So it's a mixture between the two. It's really more of a unique niche. Not a lot of people are doing it. Yeah. There's probably some people doing it. I know Sean and some other homies are all about that. Yeah. Um, it is a lot of rap coaches out there that's using the rap coach on their names, but they're not really rap coaches. So it's good to see when brothers like you that actually say they are a rap coach and they actually are giving us the jewels, tips and resources, actually know what they're talking about. And because that you are a real MC, when you say what you say is authentic. It doesn't sound real. It is real. Oh, I like that. Right. Yeah, you, know, mm -hmm. they, 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 you can write that down. It doesn't sound real. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> and you know why that is? Because I'm a boss. Oh, man, you know what, what you said. Hey. <laughs> y'all know what it is when y'all come to the boss effect. Ain't nothing but bosses here, guys. Y'all know that. <laughs> so, Kiyosi, we about to jump off into this game, man. Oh, you? Oh, we going to do the game with Kiyosi? Yeah, we're going to do it with Kiyosi because I think it's going to be fun with him. I think oh. it's going to be fun. All right, let's do the game, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, let's Kiyosi, you know that Sean Seven and I used to do this show called 1111 Live. So we've oh, wow. been on a journey for quite a while. And one of the things that we've learned is that everybody's talking about, you know, I'm a boss, I'm a boss, I'm a boss, mm -hmm. I'm a boss. So I've been following Grant Cardone around Clubhouse. Okay. And I've been watching Undercover Billionaire. I don't think it's real. <laughs> hmm. I haven't watched that show. I don't know. And I'm not familiar with Grant Cardone. Okay. Well, let me okay. give you a little background. Let's make it even more. Okay. Let's make it even more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, for you that is listening, we are using these names because they are trending for SEO. <laughs> Billionaires, everything is taken away from them and they're given a vehicle, $100, and they have to make a million dollars in 90 days. We kind of made our own version of the game called 10K in 10 days. And because you are a boss, we want you to prove it. Mm -hmm. So just like those millionaires, we are taking everything from you. You have nothing but your name. And a hundred dollars. How much, babe? A hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. <laughs> and you have 10 days <laughs> to make $10,000. And if you can do so at the end of the 10 days, we will match your $10,000. Note, this is a game. You are not getting $10,000 for real. Oh, you say you can't borrow it? <laughs> borrow no money? No, yeah, tell the oh, person. You can't borrow money from family or friends. You have to use your own resources right. and your own knowledge and skills to make this 10K. So what yeah. would you do? What would I do? What I do? I would put that out there on social media and promote it with help from my marketing strategist friends and ways to really get it out to a wide number of people around the world that I'm offering a high level. Nobody knows you. 
Yeah, you gotta realize. You gotta realize. Nobody knows you can't use your friends. Nobody you knows friends you. Friends or family. Nobody knows you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not you million by listening. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not million <laughs> by listening. Who are you? You nobody. You just got a hundred dollars yeah. and some skills <laughs> and a car. <laughs> but you still can use the internet. But you, you still, still use, use the internet. internet. But you just can't use people that know you. You have to act like you coming in. I'll buy. Club. I'll buy a bunch of. Ads <laughs> with a hundred dollars that could get me somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else to do. That's when you got to put the boss hat on, man. And, and, and boss hat, all right. Boss hat, what do I do? <laughs> Dang, I'm a boss. All right, hundred dollars. What would that look like? Um, I can't reach out to a rich, rich man and be like, hey, can you? <laughs> <laughs> hey let me borrow $10,000. <laughs> hey, bro. <huh? laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think that you know by now that we are all associated with millionaire and billionaire friends yeah. that we can call yeah. and mail their list or give us a look yeah. at any time. Right, right, right. For sure, for sure. What if we didn't have those type of friends? <laughs> man, man, man. Let me help you out though before we move on though. You gotta look at it. We're in the, in the pandemic stage right now. So it makes it easier for people like you to have business where you can just go online and offer your coaching to different people all around the world. All you have to do is like you said at the first, but you just can't use your friends to get your list out. But you can still use your coaching business to make that 10K in 10 days. You just gotta find a way to push it out there to the mass. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but I believe you could do it, man, because, man, the yeah. type, of, type of person you are. And when I first met you, just as soon as me and my wife walked up to you at that bar that day, man, it was just like an instant connection with all of us. Right, just yeah. like, bam. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, sure. where you been at, <laughs> man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's yeah. been like that ever since. And ever since yeah. it's been like that. When we talk, it's like we don't miss a beat. It's like yeah, we yeah. just, I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah, that's absolutely. when you know it's genuine, yes. and that's yeah. how you know our stories truly do connect us. Our experiences, yes. our journeys—nothing is nothing is by chance. Everything is divine, and I truly, yeah. truly believe that. And when we can find our purpose and we can live in it, you know, I think it's like, what do you want your life to say at the end of your life? What do you want it to say? You know, but not, not, not even so much that. What do you want it to say right now? That's a great question. Yeah. So I guess that. Kiyoshi, what is your one profound statement? Like when you hear Maya Angelou, they say, I'm a phenomenal woman and still I rise. Like that's her mark. Mm -hmm. That will forever yeah, be yeah. her mark. Yeah. When we hear right, Martin right. Luther King, I held a dream. Mm -hmm. What is your, what is Kiyoshi? How are you doing? Expand your expression. I expand my expression. <laughs> I love that's it. What comes up, that's what comes to mind right now. I love <laughs> it. Awesome. You heard it here first on the yeah. boss effect. Kiyoshi said, "Span your expression. Why? Because I'm a boss, and you're a boss too. Happen <laughs> <laughs> to your inner boss by expanding your expression. You heard it here. Kiyoshi is really <laughs> dropping some jewels, and you can learn a lot from Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi, how can people get in touch with you? Because I know what you have to offer, and I want people to be able to get it. Like for real, for real. I want you to tell them. I don't even want to mess it up. I want you to tell them how to get in touch with you." Yeah, absolutely. So you can follow me across the board, which is a hashtag Kiyoshi Music or the website KiyoshiMusic.com or Instagram and Clubhouse at K-I-Y-O-S-H-I-M-U-S-I-C. It's a little long, but again, K-I-Y 
O S H I music. Kiyoshi yes, music. Yes. yes, yes. And trust me, you won't be disappointed if you follow this guy. When no, I no, tell no. You, when you follow <laughs> when you follow this guy. Matter of fact, <laughs> go follow him right now. As soon as you listen to this, yeah. go follow him. <laughs> yes. yes, this guy, when I tell you he's a phenomenal man, uh dude, like I said, I had to give you your flowers, man. Now. Uh, Not I appreciate it, Sean. Now, man. You know, same to you, brother. You hey. know, you inspired me, man, with your bars and how you show up in the Appreciate world, you, what you're man. doing, brother. So both of y'all. Yeah, I want to put it out. What I said earlier that we lay in the bed and watch you. We'd be watching the video. Uh. <laughs> so I just want to make sure I clear uh. that part up, okay? Please, please. I want to yeah, clear yeah, that yeah. part up. We lay in the bed and watch your yeah. Instagram video, okay? Uh. <laughs> you got a secret camera here. <laughs> oh, man. Taking a shower. Hey. Jimmy, <laughs> and keep dropping the bars too, man. I, I I watch your freestyles you do, man. And um, when I tell you, man, just to be a, a a person that can come off the top of the head, that's not easy to do. And to be able to come yeah, off the top yeah. of the head and actually have substance in what you're talking about, right? That that's a blessing, man, and a talent in itself. So, man, I I, I got to give yeah. you, you know, I got I can't clap loud on here, but I'm used, I'm clapping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, brother. I appreciate yeah, I that. Salute you. Same to you. Yeah. I salute you too as well. And I receive that and I thank you, honor you for, for acknowledging that, brother. Yes, sir. Much yes, sir. love. Yes, sir. And same to you, bro. You got the bars, you know, like when, when you were dropping that shit at, at Sean's uh, event, Rock Your Gift, man. You just blew everybody away, including myself. Like, dang, he's bringing it. And you had a totally, totally different, you know, uh, Dirty South meets East Coast yeah. swagger, flavor, appeal, um, you know, drew everybody in, really engaging, and just really came from the gut, just the rawness. Yeah. And the precision execution with your delivery and art form, man, is really appreciate beautiful that, to witness and, and see and be a part of right there on stage. So appreciate I appreciate that. our camaraderie and, you know, as a fellow MC, man. So I'm just giving back that back to you. Hey, well, <laughs> I got you on here. Big dog, I want to I put you on, on blast. When I'm going to get you, man, on a track. Ooh, hey, man, yeah. I want to make that happen. Right, <laughs> I'm, hey, getting my, I'm getting my... I'm getting my mic set up. I'm getting my mic set up. Yeah. So I still haven't set that up yet, but okay. I haven't been in the studio much, man. But you know, I got you. And I tried to record that joint last time. Yeah, but remember yeah, the yeah. thing, the the, the mic. You said the mic was back. <laughs> it was turned back. <laughs> I had to, my roommate has helped me set it up, and then she left. So I was like, "Why is the sun so faint?" I'm like, "Oh shit!" It was like one of those. It's one of those uh, eyeball mics. Ah. So like point at the. Yeah, it was. I thought I had it on right, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, "Oh yeah. shit." But I did all that work. <laughs> but I, I did send you what you it was. It, yeah. <laughs> and it was, and was it was, like, it, was a, it was, it was hot. But I was like, I can't yeah. use it. Then I was like, yeah, I can't yeah, use I know. It. I know. Like, oh. Yeah, for sure, totally. But man, I was just having trouble getting to the studio. The pandemic, yeah, and yeah. I was like there in my roommate. So, but now I'm like getting, I'm getting some coaches coaching in Ableton, so now I'll be able to record okay. myself because I haven't recorded in a long time. Um, but man, you know, I got you. <laughs> What's up, man? And vice versa, man. If you got something new you're working on, you need somebody to jump on, you already know. Just holler at me, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm definitely down to do that. Hey, and on that note, man, we yes, want to sir. say, man, it's been, it's been an honor and a blessing to have you on the Boss Effect. Is there any last words you want to say to the listeners out there? Yeah, I just want to say I appreciate you, Queen Kimmy, Sean Seven. Thanks for all you're doing in the world, inspiring people as bosses and to encouraging them to be their their own boss you know with the boss effect experience so uh super honored and thrilled to have this experience with y'all and for all those who are tuning in make sure you check me out once again at kiyoshi music you can do kiyoshi music.com 
which is K-I-Y-O-S-H-I Music. I teach transformational rap coaching, um, ways to really take your skill set, stage performance, and writing techniques to the next level using Floetry as tools for personal self-development. So holla at me if you want to step through your fears and blocks. I do courses in online coaching. We'll have a membership model very soon. And yeah, once again, thanks, y'all. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I-E. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. So that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.